The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten people who had leprosy approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turning back, pra- turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to the Samaritan, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. Today, Jesus encounters 10 people with leprosy. Leprosy was a term used to classify any kind of skin disease. An unknown spot on the arm could be diagnosed as leprosy by a priest. Leprosy often meant leaving the community until things cleared up. The regulations around leprosy were for the safety of the whole community. If something was contagious, they were attempting to prevent it from spreading. But there was a cost. That cost was isolation and detachment from the community for those who had the medical condition. Having leprosy separated you into a different category than everyone else. This also wasn't something new. It was historically linked to the law of Moses, something that people practiced for centuries before Jesus. The codes for how to treat people with leprosy are contained in the book of Leviticus. Leviticus 13 says this, The person who has the leprous disease shall wear torn clothes and let the hair of his head be disheveled, and he shall cover his upper lip and cry out, Unclean, unclean. He shall remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean. He shall live alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. People with leprosy were completely ostracized from the religious, the social, and the financial life of the community. They could only return to life as they once knew it if the priest had declared the disease healed. And then the person would be once again clean. Which is why this, ten group, this group of ten lepers were on the border between Galilee and Samaria. The location is an important detail to notice. They lived in a liminal space because their disease forced them into exile. Have you ever heard of liminal space? A liminal space is the time between the what was and the what's next. It is a place of transition, waiting, and not knowing. Liminal space is where all transformation takes place if we learn to wait and let it form us. The place 
that Jesus traveled through between Galilee and Samaria was a liminal space. It was the region between those areas. It wasn't quite one or the other. So Jesus traveling in this liminal space between Galilee and Samaria meets 10 people who are living through their own personal liminal spaces. The label of leper has separated them from what they used to be, forcing them into a transitional phase of life and their passage into what follows has not yet occurred. Jesus tells them to go show themselves to the priests and as they leave on their way, they are made clean. All 10 are clean, but only one returns to praise God to say thank you to Jesus. And the one that returned was a Samaritan. And that is the surprising twist of the story. Samaritans were religious outsiders at odds with the Jews. Kind of like Missouri Synod Lutherans and ELCA Lutherans. <laughs> Samaritans were part of the northern territory of Israel that was conquered by the Assyrian Empire in 722 BCE. The Samaritans were the people who stayed after the Assyrians took over. Their ethnicities and religions sort of became blended together. They had their own version of the Torah that they thought was the real version. And they worshipped on a mountain in Samaria, not in the temple at Jerusalem. And they thought that they, the Samaritans, were the real Jews. Like I said, a lot like Missouri Senate and the LCA Lutherans. When you picture this story in your mind of the ten people with leprosy walking away from Jesus, you probably imagine all ten walking together in a group as they're healed. But more than likely, they were going different directions. That's because they weren't all going to the same priest. Remember, Samaritans practiced a different form of religion. The other nine were presumably Jews. And they would have headed toward Jerusalem, except they would have skirted around Samaria, avoiding the region like any good Jew would have. But the one who was a Samaritan would have gone to Mount Gerizim, which is where his priests worship. These outcasts had formed a community bound together by the unclean labels that they wore in that liminal space of borderland. When Jesus told them to go to the priests, their old dividing lines came right back. Nine go one way. And the Samaritan heads in the opposite direction. And that's why the Samaritan responded with praise and thanksgiving. When the Samaritan realized what was happening, that they were receiving the same healing, even though they weren't Jewish, they were overwhelmed. And that is what the grace of God is like. All ten are healed. Whether they turn back or not, Jesus didn't withhold the healing from those who didn't say thanks. The moment the Samaritan turned from the nine and started to head in a separate direction, they weren't going to the same place of worship as the rest. And they wondered if the good news about being made clean was for them as well. 
And when the Samaritan realized that the good news applied to them as well, they were changed. The praise was uncontrollable. Then Jesus says to the Samaritan, get up, go on your way. Your way. Jesus didn't say, get up, become a follower of me, then be made well. Jesus didn't try to convert the Samaritan or tell them to go to the real temple in Jerusalem. In fact, Jesus sends them back into the religious identity and religious system that they knew. Jesus said, go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Except in Greek, it literally says your faith has saved you. It's not merely about being healed by Jesus. The mustard grain of faith that the Samaritan had has resulted in salvation. It has restored them to their family. It has restored them to their friends. It has restored to them the ability to work and restored to them their connection to spiritual community. And that shows us a picture of what being saved is like. It's being made whole. It was the foreigner, the non-Jew, the outsider that turned back to praise God. Sometimes those of other faiths or no faith at all are the most faithful models we have. This isn't a story about how to say please and thank you. This story is about something much deeper. God doesn't care what team you signed up for. God doesn't care what service you attend or what language you speak or whether you're Missouri Synod or ELCA. God doesn't care if you're Buddhist, atheist, spiritual, or none of the above. God does care that you see yourself as connected to the one human family where all people are siblings. God does care that people are made well and restored to wholeness. God does care that you are saved, which looks less like escaping hell and more like being in community. If you find yourself in a liminal space of life, there is good news. Jesus will meet you there. And transformation will lead you to praise. Amen.